Howdy, folks, and welcome. It's episode seven of an evening with Dead Pit. I'm the Creepy Kentuckian. And I'm Uncle Bill. Hello. Hi. So we're back at it again. A lot of people seem to enjoy the George Romero tribute show that we did. Yeah, I mean, there's really a lot of fan response to that. We were overwhelmed. We were. So we, yeah, I mean, it's still it's still one of those things where like, oh, it sucks. You know, you're never going to get another Romero film or anything like that. Never going to get to see him at another convention. But, you know, you always got those movies um, to go back to. And a lot of us, you know, have met him over the years and got good. I've never heard a bad experience. Anybody I haven't either. Had. That's another thing that's weird. Like, you hear all kinds of other people. But you've never heard anybody say they had a bad time with Romero. No, no. that's the one constant for sure. Uh, so we're going to do like kind of a smaller episode. Last episode, we were doing kind of a full-blown tribute. It was well over an hour. Um, you know, this one, we're kind of just going to bullshit a little bit. we got a couple things to talk about. Um, a lot has happened, uh, since, uh, we did the, the last dead pit show. The last one we were actually kind of bullshitting was episode, what would it have been? Episode four. I couldn't we did like the Q and a episode. Then we did the Romero episode. Yeah, it was episode four. Oh. So we got a few things that we can touch on for sure. Uh, one of the big things is Eric C. Khan update. You know, and you were telling me about this, but I don't even know what the update is. So you well, there's not to... much of an update. The FBI released photos of Eric C. Khan on the day. I think it was was the day that he cut his bracelet off. It was the last known photos. One, I don't know what the motherfucker was doing. He was in Walmart, like walking with a bicycle in what inside Walmart. <laughs> Yeah. buy a bicycle in there? <laughs> I don't know if he's going to buy a bicycle or what, but he was walking. Like, I was thinking, okay, yeah, my wife mentioned it to me. I was like, well, he must be at the parking lot or something. Maybe she just... But no, he's <laughs> inside Walmart walking around with a bike. The other one, he's buying, like, water and peanuts or something at a gas station. And there's a picture of him there where, at that point in time, you could tell that he shaved his head like he was almost completely bald. Um, And I don't know what the point of, I guess, of releasing the photos at this point is. But, um, yeah, they found, they also found his escape vehicle near the border of Mexico, but they have, they're also saying they have no reason to believe that he actually crossed the border. How the fuck would you know? <laughs> he just pulled up to it. He just, yeah. he's fine. Yeah. yeah I don't I know, man. Out. Like it's, it's fucking some weird stuff. So they're saying that he pulled up to the border and then just close to the border. I don't know how close that it, I don't think they see it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just buy some black tar heroin and go back. Like our our lovely president has not built that wall yet. Mm. So it's not going to be that difficult. That wall ain't never going to get built to, uh, yeah, to go over to Mexico. If he's close to the border of Mexico, he may be in Mexico. Now, I don't know if that's a place you want to be. They can extradite from Mexico, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hoping he was going somewhere else from Mexico. There was some yeah, he was plan. catching a flight from Guadalajara City. <laughs> yeah. So, there's that. Uh, there's another, uh, as far as like unrelated horror shit, uh, before we get into the horror news, which there's not there's not much. No, I'm looking I, at it. I, I it's how, amazing. I don't know how Gorezone.net exists right now, other than their uh, their affiliation with Diabolic DVD. We they got a bunch of Gorezone rats that keep them up. So, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention with you was um, the SNES Classic 
Did you hear about that? Did yes, uh, the, the, the Super Nintendo version of the Super Nintendo. Nintendo Mini, Super Nintendo yeah. Classic, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, after their monumental fucking botch release of the NES Classic, they're coming out with, they've stated in the uh, press release, significantly more of the SNES Classic. It'd have to be. Like, after all that bullshit. Yeah. I mean, they... Uh, it was like the Teddy Ruxpin of game systems. Right? I think they released like, they, they had stated they released two million. And I'm like, where the fuck are these two million at? Did everybody in fucking Toller Creek buy them for the, <laughs> for the, for the, you know, for the Facebook? You know what I'm saying? Sell them on fucking Facebook. <laughs> where are they? Where Wait. are the two million at? That's what I want to know. The Toller Creek bandits. There's no fucking way they made two million of them. Unless they released like only like a hundred thousand in the United States. If they made two million, then they sold out like literally within thirty seconds. And the thing is, is like I would call Game Stops, like in the three towns that we live closest to, every almost on a daily basis. They would get like there's six of them in a case. Those six were split amongst the three. GameStops in the area. That's how they split. Each GameStop got two every time they got a delivery. And they're saying they made two million of them. How? Where the fuck did they go? <laughs> That's what know. I'm asking. So, but I really would actually more excited about the Super Nintendo than about the Nintendo because that was well, the don't game get system. too excited. <laughs> they're gonna be like, we released fifty million of them. There won't be any. Yeah, because you got all these cocksuckers on Facebook that's fucking. That's really what the it is. Of, they did the same thing with the Nintendo Switch that came out. Still that's really what that. it is, though, isn't it? There's just a bunch of people, like, they basically <laughs> took the page three approach of buying up all the shit and then yeah. reselling it back at a... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Fucking internet. So that was one thing. I mean, they got, like, yeah, there's pretty much all the awesome games that I remember as a kid. Like, you got Mario World, Mario Kart, you got Legend of Zelda. You've got Donkey Kong Country. You've got Super Metroid. Uh, I think one of the Final Fantasies is on there. Uh, Super Punch-Out's on there. So, I mean, hell, it's... I love Super Punch-Out, by the way. Yeah, Super Punch-Out's definitely underrated. So, yeah, yeah, but I I mean, I guess this is going to be a thing for Nintendo. Uh, You know what's on Super Punch-Out, too, don't you? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Bob Charlie. Yeah. Little son of a bitch. That game's harder than fuck. It is. Uh, remember cold. the end? It's like the twins. Yeah. I don't remember what their name. Nick and yeah, something. It's hard to even beat that fucking thing with the game genie <laughs> yeah. back in the day. That's the only way I got to that. <laughs> got to the the final boss on it. But uh, yeah, Punch Out, the Super Punch Out. That's an awesome game. Super Metroid's fucking awesome too. I love that game. I think that's one of the. Speaking of boxing games, do you remember, like. Okay, so they had Mike Tyson's punch out. Uh-huh. And then Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson. Wasn't there a Nintendo game? Like I think it was Sega. I think this, Sega Genesis. And he was like he was he didn't have the title by the time that game came out. Yeah, Buster like Douglas. I think it was called Buster Douglas Knockout Boxing yeah. the name of it. Uh, yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, and I'm wondering where he's at now. I bet he's managing a gas station or something so, like that. Anyway. Oh, what the hell else is going on? So, the yeah, I mean, there's not, not that much horror news. One thing that I wanted to touch on, because I'd posted this on Facebook recently, that uh, Hulk Hogan 
actually has an eBay store now where he's hmm. selling like some of his merchandise and stuff, signed and all that, whatever else. And all this is cool and everything. And he's autographing, and I'm sure it's him. You know, he's got pictures holding it. I feel everybody. like there's a catch to this. Yeah, you can get an officially licensed Hulk Hogan signed big green championship belt for only $3,500. Let me ask you a question, man. What's up? After he won that lawsuit, how much money did he win? He was supposed to win like $100 million or something like that, but I don't think Gawker had that. Like, I don't think he's going to get that. I don't think they had that. Well, much he money. still had to have won millions. Yeah, he won. He definitely won millions. Why the fuck does he need to be selling stuff that high on eBay stores? Know. Like even t-shirts are like thirty dollars, and the shipping seven dollars or something for a fucking t-shirt. No, just that's a regular unsigned. t-shirt. Yeah, not signed. So yeah, that was that was kind of strange. I'll, I'll tell you some more of his stuff he's got on here now. He's got some rare shirts on here. Do you remember the old school American-made tank tops? Light and- yeah. Oh yeah, he's got those that's even more old school. Twenty four ninety nine, seven dollars thirty seven cents shipping. I mean, they're good shirts. He's got cool looking shirts on here. He really does. But fuck Hulk Hogan. How? I, look on WWE shop. Fuck Hulk Hogan. What are you so, doing? The, uh, I mean, he's got like a lot of the different belts. They're all replica belts, by the way. Like. What justifies $3,500 for a $250 belt that you autographed? That's true. Like, what in the fuck? Yeah. I heard he charges in conventions like $100 for his autograph. I think it is $100, yeah. Good Lord. He's actually got, uh, let's see if I can find it on here. I'll show you. Maybe it's not on here now. Yeah, it's still on here. The Hollywood Rules shirt when NWO was real hot. He's got that one on there, too. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I remember that shirt. But, uh, yeah, again, it's it's a little bit too expensive. It'd be over $30 after shipping and shit. That's stupid. So I just wanted to touch on that, too. If you want to check that out, just search for Hulk Hogan on mm-hmm. overpriced Hulk Hogan shit on eBay. You'll find <laughs> it. Overpriced Hulk Hogan shit.com. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I was just looking at this. I had no idea about this, but. It's weird. We just were talking, you know, the the past show being about the, you know, death of George Romero. And it looks like that Land of the Dead, and I did not know this, is coming out from Scream Factory. Like, they're doing a re-release of Land of the Dead on Blu-ray. Also, uh, Dawn of the Dead remake, the uh, Zack Snyder version. There's still no news on the original Dawn of the Dead. No. Oddly enough, there's nothing about that on here. Um, I just thought that was a weird coincidence that yeah, that they, would be on. Well, the funny thing about Scream Factory now is, is like they do the collector's editions, you know, like they've always done, but they give like, because there's, I call them slipcase whores because they want the slipcase, but you can only get the slipcase if you order within the first 90 days. Listen, unless you just are the biggest mark in the fucking world. You ain't worried about steel book, slip covers, collector editions. Like, that's all just a name that people can jack this shit up on. You realize right, that? Like, right. That's all it is. So, yeah, I mean, the slipcase thing, like, I, I guess I kind of understand it because people are completists. Like, I guess if they want to have, like, there's a lot of people that, and I know a few of them, that get every Scream Factory release. 
So I guess they're scream heads, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. Shitheads. <laughs> Shitheads. Shoutheads. <laughs> Shoutheads. Shout shitters. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, for me, the physical media thing, I just ran out of space. Like, I just, I don't know. I, you can only get so much before it's like, fuck, I don't have any room for anything else. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I will probably buy Land of the Dead, though, just because of the connection with Romero. But in general, man, they release so much shit you can't... Ain't no way you can keep up with it, even if you wanted to get all of it. But getting back, yeah, talking about more of the horror stuff, they did release the uh, Red Band trailer for the new Leatherface movie that's coming out. Uh, It's going to be directed by the guys that did Inside. Um, The story will follow the uh, character of Leatherface's evolution... From teenage psychopath to face-removing cannibal. Do we really need another fucking rehash of his evolution after those goddamn remake and well, prequels? The, the interesting thing about this is, <clears throat> like, this is crazy. This film's debuting on DirecTV. Like, I guess it's going to be on demand on uh, starting on <clears throat> September 21st. It's going to have a very limited theatrical release and a wide video-on-demand release starting on October 20th. So, I, yeah, I don't know of a movie ever like being a DirecTV exclusive like that. It's debuting. See it now on DirecTV. How much is it going to be? Is it going to be $5 like it normally, like a rental normally is? Hopefully. Or they gonna do a, you know, it's fun to look back at that time period, though. You want to talk about Texas Chainsaw? If you look back at all those remakes that came out, and basically all those remakes did exactly the same thing. They tried to give you like the origin story like that's just a horrible fucking time for movies, right there. Yeah. Like when, the origin, yeah. when all of those remakes were coming out, and it was all basically the same shit. And I look back on it now, I'm like, wow. Like we it's were actually horrible. really excited at one time for that, and that was the worst. Who started the origin thing? I think it was fucking Halloween, wasn't it? Could be. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, the Halloween remake was yeah, the one yeah. that I that sticks out in my mind, where you're like. I don't want to know about his abusive father. I mean, I, I sure, I'm sure they did it like they kind of did it with Freddy a little bit in the later sequels and stuff. But I mean, you can kind of expect that with sequels because they're kind of like grasping at whatever they can fucking you know release and come yeah. out with. So, uh, speaking of grasping at straws, uh, the the Lionsgate they released the new photo of the movie that that's now known as Jigsaw. It's the eighth film in the Saw franchise. It was formerly titled Saw Legacy. It's <laughs> pretty horrible. I'm kind of glad they changed it to Jigsaw. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this one is supposedly, like it's coming out on October 27th, so I don't know if it's coming out in a theater or what. I mean, they didn't say it was coming out on video on demand or anything like that, so... Um, yeah, in an interview, they said that we've got some pretty wild traps in the film. We don't shy away from any gore, which they're always going to promote that because that's really the reason anybody ever fucking went to Seesaw. Movie. Yeah, I went for the acting, but whatever. The, uh, he says it's such, uh, this is Michael Sparig, who is uh, one of the producers, I guess. Uh, this is uh, perfect Halloween Scarefest. It's perhaps not as quite as vicious uh, not quite as vicious and more fun, which is something we tried to inject in it. 
but it's still full of good, fun gore, that's for sure. On top of that, it's a really great mystery, I'm sure. Everybody's going to... It's going to have that, you know, the the montage at the end that's going to have that, you know, the violins playing, cueing, and their flashbacks to all kinds of, like, episodes of Saw, way back to Saw 2. They're going to cover shit, you know. That is the most annoying shit ever. I had the guy from... Uh, what was the cop that was connected to every fucking thing in those movies? Yeah. Like, I can't remember his damn name. He looks like fucking Michael Perry. He does. That's who I yeah. thought it was at first. But man. Constant something. Isn't that his name? Constance Mandalore or something like that. <laughs> that's right. I yeah. think that's right. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. So, guy. yeah. People actually like that shit or did like, man, that was the biggest bunch of bullshit at that time. Every movie ended the same way with something up somebody's ass. Or like him finding something and then I know. he was connected to four other people that were his aunt, sister's brother that uh, fucked Jigsaw or something like that. Helping people die. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the big like horror news over the last, what has it been? Fuck. I don't know. Probably been a year. That's the most news probably been a year. I mean, there's a couple other things we could talk about. I mean, Scream Factory's announcing some stuff. Uh, the the Poughkeepsie tapes is finally coming out from Scream Factory. Really? Did you hear that? Yeah, they're releasing that. I think in October. Uh, When's DT Carney stuff coming out on Scream Factory? It's, it's still in post production. <laughs> I Georgia. Yeah, it, it's coming out right after seeing Jen Smith comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Dante Tomaselli movies, dude. Whatever uh, happened to Dante Tomaselli? Man, I. He still promotes some of those older movies that he did. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, brand had, new. That was one guy that had a lot of promise at one time, and he's just kind of like, I don't know if, he, if he's if he got other things going on, if he's still doing, you know, like, short films or what. But, yeah, you don't mm-hmm. hear anything from him anymore. Yeah, I was wondering about that recently. Was, uh, he Last I was looking at Facebook and stuff, he was putting up, was that movie about the nun or whatever that has the nun on the front of it that he had? He was putting up yeah. shit about that still. I'm like, dude been 15 yeah, was, fucking years yeah, ago it was like 15 16 years ago that movie came out so yeah. whatever though but the other thing is stranger things 2 is getting ready to start again so i'm true i'm curious to see how they like is it, I, evidently the kids are back in it so it's going to be the same group of kids uh, i was talking to another guy uh, at work today who was talking about the exorcist uh series and said that was pretty good yeah. it's got gina davis in it have you watched the uh, Glow series on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. I wanted to watch it, but... It's not too bad. I mean, it's different. Like, uh, the thing that uh, really impressed me about it was the art style. Like, it's similar to Stranger Things, and, like, they're really fucking detailed, and it feels like the 80s, you know? I mean, yeah, it's kind of what you got to capture. Like, if you down, watch those Glow yeah, things, man. Down to, like, the old-school fucking Pringles can sitting in the background. Like, I'm wondering, where the fuck do they find this shit at? I've heard stories where there's like um, people that work on movies whose sole job is to find vintage stuff like that. That would be awesome. That would be a hell of a job. I'd enjoy that. Where they, you know, they try to find like the Coke cans from the 80s or the fucking Doritos bags. You remember what the Doritos bags used to look? They were clear in the middle. You could see the the Doritos in there. And it was like, oh, yeah. You go back and watch those movies now and you're like, wow, I remember this shit from when I was a kid. And it's like, but that's their job. But the, the first episode, the theme song. You will mark the fuck out for the theme song. Oh, really? I'll, I'll give you a little hint. 
Shooting down the walls of heartache. <laughs> bang, bang. They I brought scandal in there. Yeah, that's the action. They don't have like an opening, like traditional theme song like a normal show would, but that's, I guess they introduce it as one big long. So that's the only introduction that it has. But that is the theme song for the for the show. I have to watch it, yeah. Yeah, it's point. good. Like Mark Barron, like, I just know him as doing podcasts and shit, but he's awesome in it. Yeah, he's, he's a comedian. Like I mean, is mostly what he did before. Well, I just that. know him from podcasts and stuff. Like, his podcast is like the number one on iTunes or one what of the top fuck? five or something or like WTF that. WTF podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He interviewed fucking everybody. He interviewed Obama, which was fucking insane. I know. Yeah, I insane. actually listened to that, too, for some reason. I was just like, this is weird. He's in a fucking garage talking. <laughs> there he was. Yeah. So. But anyway, I didn't know if you uh, if you wanted to actually talk about speaking of Globe, talk about wrestling in any way on here. We yeah, I mean, we can in just, general talk about it. Yeah, kind of talk about the state of wrestling. Did you watch uh, recently on uh, Monday Night Raw where they did the whole angle with Kurt Angle and? <laughs> I did, and the you know what the first fucking thing that went through my mind was. Let's see if it was the first thing that went through my mind. Hornswoggle. Oh, no. I wasn't thinking of Hornswoggle. The Vince McMahon fucking Hornswoggle thing that was supposed to be Mr. Kennedy and all that stuff right. that was supposed to do all that. That was the first thing that went through my mind because I don't, I'm trying to think if any son gimmick thing like that has ever worked. Right. The thing is... They're high on Jason Jordan. They've always been high on him because he's athletic. He's a good wrestler. He, uh, I guess, you know, he's got the look that they like. He's big. But if they don't do this correctly, he's fucked. Okay. If they I think ma- he's already fucked, to be honest. If, I don't know. I, yeah, probably. He probably is. I'm in fear that they're going to change his name to fucking Jason Angle. That's the kid's name. Right there. If they it do would that. be. Yeah. Uh, I just, I cannot think of a fucking time when that, when you're doing a gimmick. Now, I'm not saying like that somebody's kid that's actually a good wrestler didn't work. I'm talking about when you're doing like an yeah. angle, pardon the pun, angle about angle. <laughs> that where it worked. Yeah. I can't remember if it did. See, I'm kind of glad they're doing angles like this now because they, for the longest time, they don't do anything on Raw. They don't do any angles, anything that goes, leads anywhere or whatever. To me, I would, okay, if they do it the way I would prefer them do it, which involves Jason Jordan actually turning on Kurt Angle at some point, which I think it has to go that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe putting him on his own and kind of doing like, you know, you never fucking fuck you, you know, basically you never there, you know, all this bullshit. I've heard stories about you. They've over the years, you know, you drug addict, they can throw all kinds of shit out there. That would work. They're not going to fucking do that though. No, I don't think so. But yeah, I mean, what I was thinking when I saw it initially before they announced who it was, when he started going off the accomplishments and stuff, I thought it was the other guy from American Alpha. I thought it was Jay or the Chad Gable because Chad Gable was more along the he's angle side, like height. Mm-hmm. He looks like Kurt Angle, you know. But they went with the black guy. 
Kurt Angle had jungle fever, baby. <laughs> 25 years ago, whatever. I just, it's one of those things where I think that if you saddle somebody with that, I think it's doomed. I really do. Like, I just don't see, I don't see how the fuck they're going to pull it off. But I understand what you're saying, though. It is good they're actually trying to right. do an angle of do some something. kind. Yeah. yeah, do something that's going to get you tuning in the next week or like what what is this going to be i don't give a shit what the payoff is if it's a shitty payoff who cares it will be but i mean you can't that's nothing to i don't know if people give that much of a shit about those 90s kind of style angles though now like which is kind of what that is it's kind of like a vince russo fucking angle or something like i don't know if anybody gives a damn now. i just think like they need to make it more episodic to where it's like they do you I can't agree. miss it instead of but it's hard to do when you got so much shit you know there's three hours and that's the problem. They've yep. got so much fucking, so many people and so much stuff they're trying to do at one time that you just, they yeah, get I mean, overwhelmed. I think they're asking too much of the audience too. Like who, who has, even for me, as hardcore as I am, I've got wrestling shit all over the place in here. I still fast forward through most of Raw. I, I make it a point to not even start watching it now until about 45 minutes in. So I can fast forward it through the cruiserweights, through all the bullshit that I don't really care about. Well, it's like somebody was saying, I was listening to some podcasts, and it's true, like, wrestling now has become, there's so much shit that they have to do, it's basically become like, somebody comes out and like, I don't like you, and the other guy's like, I don't like you either, and then there's a fucking match, and that's it, like, every match is like that. Like, they don't have time to build anything, because they got so much shit to put on the show. And the thing is, too, is like, okay, you're starting a feud with, you know, you had the Hardys versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah. Those fucking guys wrestle, you know, every week until the pay-per-view. You see that? You, we've seen that fucking match. I mean, okay. Yeah, one match was Cesaro versus Jeff Hardy. One match was Sheamus versus Matt Hardy. Then they had some sort of bullshit the week after where they fucking had a contract <laughs> signing. And then the week after that, they had some sort of, you know, whatever by the time the pay-per-view rolls around, you don't give a shit. You don't want to fucking see the Hardys versus... No. Well, I mean, if they don't ever... There's no explanation as to why people feud either. Like, no. it's just one minute there... You remember in the beginning of that feud, or what, it wasn't really a feud. They were, like, shaking hands and shit. Then they fucking turned on them. Yeah. Nobody really said why they turned on them. They just no. decided that was They're the just, thing to do. bad guys. Fuck you now. And that's what happens with a lot of them. It's just... I don't. I can't even remember how some of these people got into angles with one another. They just fucking are in it, and now they hate the guy. And they, when they do promos, it's basically just about I hate you and I hate you now, fucker. Fuck you. Oh fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. And the way they're booking that shit, man. I I really feel like he just doesn't give a shit. Like he just. Yeah, I mean, it really hurt him whenever WCW because you don't have any competition at all. Like that's. Yeah, he just, too. there's no need to book things in a way that would please people. Because it don't matter. Let me, tell you, let me tell you what it's headed towards, man. Because, I mean, I people may think I'm crazy now. Whenever their TV contract is up, I see Raw and SmackDown moving to the network. I'd say so, too. I don't think they're going, because you've got, like, if they've got 2 million people subscribed to that damn network, and that's paying, what is it? Ten dollars a month. Yeah. Well, you know. that ain't too many people paying ten dollars a month. Well, you I'd know, say, there's. You know, okay, just say you got fifteen million dollars of revenue coming in every right. month. That's not counting your live events. That's not counting 
they don't they basically don't have to do shit, right? Yeah, that's guaranteed fucking money right there. Okay, they just have to pay the serp for the servers and whatever the production cost is in the network. When it comes to TV shows and stuff, fuck. I mean, the, all they get from that is advertising revenue. Mm-hmm. So, and it's costing them a fucking fortune to to do these shows. I'll guarantee you that whenever they, the quickest they can, they probably will be on the network. That'll be the yeah. They'll be, be the main way. both shows to the network. I, I would be shocked if that didn't happen within the next whenever their contracts up. But I heard something recently, man. I don't know if you heard this too, but if this is true, it's fucked up. I heard that last year was actually the most profitable year for WWE. I would probably believe it just based on the network and just all the other yeah, advertising. The, the yeah. network was the biggest part of it, and then the merchandise. Like people buy more merchandise. Well, the thing now. is, like even YouTube revenue, man. Like as many people as they have watching, like they do the uh, the pre shows live on YouTube. They'll have. I mean, that's a lot of fucking people on there. I mean, you're talking like I don't know, four hundred, five hundred thousand people watching live on YouTube. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So the question is, if they've got that much revenue coming in, they've got that many people watching their, you know, kind of network. Networks. Yeah. Why would they give a fuck? Right. Like, why would they give one single yeah, fuck? Yeah, they don't. They uh. really don't. I mean, if the business gets bad enough to where, um, and, and what's ultimately going to happen, it's going to get better, but it's going to take Vincent Man dying, unfortunately. Um, I think yeah. Triple H, like, he'll probably get free reign to do what he wants whenever you know that happens and uh, it'll probably be a, de- a definitely a, a, a better product overall but Vince, until then Vince has the final sale I just want to know what the mindset is with him like I want I would love to be a fly on the wall to any of those meetings uh, where he's yeah I mean the thing is is he's he lives it and breathes it every fucking day though I mean that's the thing like he's there yeah he's at all these television shows producing it he's the ultimate i mean he's the guy behind it so i don't know what's it i mean i mean i guess i guess you just get desensitized you do so much of it you're like fuck yeah fuck pal i just don't see that there's a plan there doesn't seem to be a plan to it it just seems so fucking random it's because there's too much of it too yeah it's hard to believe like i think it was the fifth anniversary just the other day of when Raw started going three hours. They've been going three hours for over five years. Why can't they just cut it to two hours at this point? Like, <laughs> What's well, their advertising revenue, though? I mean, uh, they, that's what it is. So, I mean, SummerSlam is coming up, though. Uh, I guess you got to, I guess it's going to be the four-way match with uh, Lesnar, mm-hmm. Samoa Joe, Norman Reigns, and uh, Braun Strowman. So, I really like Braun Strowman. I just... I feel like that he's he's turning face. It seems like like in the last, it's a weird. Well, anybody that's against Roman Reigns is going to be a face. It, but it seems like and maybe I'm wrong about this. It seems like either one of two things: either they're making like Roman Reigns like he's losing his mind because Braun Strowman keeps fucking with him, yeah. so he's just going to try to kill him or something. Right. Or they're making him heel and Strowman face. I can't figure out like. Which one they're doing, but it's just an odd. You watch that the ambulance match and all that stuff, and it's just. I I don't think that anybody is going to let Roman Reigns be a face much longer. No, I mean it's going to be interesting. 
what I would do, I would definitely get it off of Lesnar just because, I mean, he's not, there's not a point of him. That's another it. thing, man. Yeah. I, you know, I guess there was a period there where when he first came back, I was really into that, but he's doing the same shit every fucking match at this point. He's never there. Every match that he has basically is consists of the same things. Yeah. It's boring as fuck. He's boring as fuck. I, I wish that they would just pass that to somebody else that's actually kind of like coming up. Oddly enough, like, I really felt like they should have, because Samoa Joe dominated him in that match pretty much. I mean, I would have, I would have just thrown, even though that was never supposed to happen, I would have had Samoa Joe just, they could do the finish to where he doesn't tap out, he just passes out. And I would have done that. Something, yeah. Because that people would have been like, "What the fuck?" And then you could have built up whatever their rematch was, and people would be like, "What the fuck's going to happen?" Nobody's ever choked out Brock Lesnar before. And by the way, you just I really fucking hate four way matches. I hate any match that's not like singles match in a fucking pay per view. I know they do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, they do because they've got too much shit. They got. I it, it occurred to me when I was listening to that to the something to wrestle with podcast. And he always says, whenever they're talking about like really shitty angles and things like that, especially four way matches, he's always like, well, that's just Vince's way of getting somebody out there and getting him some time, you know, that's what Vince is. He don't, I mean, he's just, the match is inconsequential to him. He just getting as many people in that fucking show as you possibly can. It happens a lot of WrestleMania too. You'll, You'll see like a lot of, you know, eight man tags, six man tags, stuff like that, just to get people on the show. Oh, that's that's super annoying. But yeah, I mean, as far as WWE goes, like they, re- I think at this stage they really, really need to shake things up. Uh, I think I mean, whether or not it's it's Braun Strowman winning the belt, it's uh, Roman Reigns turning heel and winning the belt. Now I would be against, I wouldn't be against that, mm-hmm. or Samoa Joe somehow choking. Lesnar out. I don't know what happens, but it's like they have these periods where you think, wow, this is really something really big is going to happen. Like when Goldberg came back, everybody for a period of time was actually talking about wrestling again because they were like, I want to see like what happens with this. When the Hardy Boys came back, that was like everybody was wondering, is he going to be the broken Matt Hardy? It kind of got like interest, but they never cash in on any of this shit. No. Like it never lasts. You just get excited for like a couple weeks. Yeah, they always kind of – like they've got a hot crowd for something and they fiddle dick around until nobody gives a shit. Yeah. It happens with everybody. So I'm sure Samoa Joe's going to be the same way. They'll fuck. And they'll like kill that game. The, the one person they haven't done that with, has been Braun Strowman. They've booked him like very well. They should. That motherfucker is huge and can actually move. He's got like, I think they should do more to showcase the freakish strength. This guy's got because he's a strong, like he's a strong man. Yeah. He's one of the, and one of the world's well, he did turn men. over an ambulance, even though that was staged. Right, but they, that was staged, but like, I was curious, how did they do that? You can't really see. It's not that obvious in it. They yeah. did it well. So I'm not sure either, but I know he didn't fucking turn that ambulance that over. That would be awesome if he did. Ball. So, I think they're really, uh, he's really been booked well. And Samoa Joe, as of late, has been booked well as well. Yeah, I like Samoa Joe. I like. I think he's probably one of the best wrestlers they got they on there. You should give him some better theme music, though, man. You don't like the... Uh, yeah, it just reminds <laughs> me of, like, 
You remember Joe and Mac on the Super Nintendo? <laughs> it sounds like a song that would be playing on like one of the labels <laughs> on that. There's so many people, though, that you forget about. Like, fucking, there was a period of time there where Finn Balor was huge. Yeah, now I don't you know don't, what's going on with him. You'd be lucky if you see him like anywhere He's on the with the fucking, uh, who was the guy with the guitar? Oh, yeah. The Drifter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God. What the hell? That's a horrible gimmick. I can't even think of his that name. That guy's actually a good wrestler, but he's stuck with like one of the shittiest gimmicks known to man. Yeah. So. Comes out there, I wrote a song about this town. Yeah. This song, this town sucks. Lord. So, yeah, uh, WWE, eh. It's kind of like horror movies. Eh. I just, just have a the the way that I watch WWE now is I basically wait to hear about something happening on the internet, and then I'll watch like the next thing that happens. But I cannot watch that those shows consistently, man. It's just too long, too fucking boring, right? And nothing. There's no payoff to it. There's true. You, none yeah. whatsoever. There really. I mean, you can keep up. We were talking about this. Uh, I've got some buddies on Facebook. We talk about the shows. You can keep up with it by just watching the pay-per-views. You don't really need to watch the show. Yeah, there's no reason to watch that shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, though, I guess that's it for this episode. Uh, is there anything else you you can think of that you want off the top of your head? Uh, no, I can't think of anything else. You picked up any new records or anything lately? I haven't bought a record for fucking What the fuck's wrong with you? I don't know. I just don't ever get a chance to listen to anything. Well. I would, think. I would recommend, oh, I know your girlfriend likes Jason Isbell. Did she get that new record? No, I won't let her have it. Fuck Jason Isbell. Fuck you. Goddamn whiny bitch. He actually don't whine. He actually is really good. Well, she likes him. You don't like him? I just, man, I've tried like that shit. I just, it's not my style of music. Well, fuck you then. I can't help it. I ain't saying, I don't give a fuck if anybody else likes it. I'm just saying I can't listen to it. It makes me want to go out there and fucking dig a hole in the ground and sit in it. (laughs) So? I'm done. You can go blitz Craig Bop up your ass then. (laughs) Fuck you. That fucking Corey looking motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) He looks just like you. He actually does. God. (sighs) So anyway... That is it for this episode. We will be back. Next episode, can you believe it or not? It's it's going to be episode eight, the next oh, episode. We're really be. moving along here now. Yeah. So anyway, uh, until then, I'm a creepy Kentucky. And I'm Uncle Bill. And you've been listening to An Evening with DeadPit.com. Although it's just DeadPit.com. We don't own An Evening with DeadPit.com. <laughs> we should probably register that. <laughs> that would be killer. Bye.